0: Hey, voice teacher, do you use Instagram for your teaching business? Well, if so, you may feel that Instagram content overwhelm at times, or perhaps you're posting content, but you really aren't seeing the benefits that come from all of your hard work. Well, Instagram is a powerful platform, and it works wonders when it's used correctly, or I should say intentionally. So in this episode, we're going to break down how to utilize Instagram in the right way, a way that works for you so that you can grow your teaching business online. This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher, welcome to another episode. Thank you so much as always for tuning in. I hope that you are having a wonderful day wherever you are at in the world. I am excited about today's topic because if you know me, you know I love Instagram. I really do. I just, I just love it. But you know, I also got to like point out real quick because I'm sure a lot of us feel this way. I also hate Instagram. You know what I mean? I think we all have this kind of like love-hate relationship with Instagram or maybe TikTok or Facebook. But Instagram in particular, man, it's got its own energy. I don't know what it is, (laughs) but it's got its own energy. And I think a lot of us have this love-hate relationship with it. Because, ooh, we're gonna start off getting real. Let's get real. Let's get real right from the beginning. Here's why I think we have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. It's because we actually have a love-hate relationship with ourselves, and with the fact that we have an addiction problem We all do. Let's be real. We have an addiction problem. I know I sure do. (laughs) I'm definitely addicted to Instagram, and it's something that I struggle with. And because of that, because I feel like I have this kind of self- love-hate relationship with my own self-control, I blame it on Instagram. I think we all do that, right? It's like Instagram's kind of a mirror of what's actually going on on the inside. So we claim that we hate Instagram. Ugh, Instagram, it sucks. I hate Instagram. But the reality is Instagram is not the enemy here. Instagram is just an app. It's just a social media platform. And really it is on us to build a healthy relationship with it which if you wanna go do that, be sure and go and check out the previous episode where I talk all about how to do that, but that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is how to actually utilize Instagram, which is not the enemy, it is our friend, for a business, what we're going to be really doing is creating a content strategy. And what's cool about this is everyone's going to approach this differently. I'm not going to go real deep in the trenches here. This is really just an overview of how Instagram works, how users interact with each feature, and how we can utilize this within our own content strategy. So, When you're making a content strategy, there is one very, very important thing that you absolutely must have in place, and that is an intention. You need to have an intention, right? What is your primary goal for your strategy? Where do you want people to go? What do you want those people to do? Are you selling something? Are you building relationships with people? Are you maintaining a social presence so that you are relevant and you have social proof? (laughs) This is huge. You need to know what your intention is. This is really going to shape everything that you do from here on out. So let me ask you, lovely listener, why are you on Instagram? Why are you using Instagram for your teaching business? What is your intention with it as it relates to your business? This is going to help you determine how to best use this platform so that you're not wasting time trying to be everywhere doing all of the things when that is time that you can actually be investing on your paid offer, right? So this is important. We want to make sure that we are spending our time in the right places. And the other thing is that this is going to change this is going to change because business is a very seasonal experience. You may be in one season of your life right now that you were not in three months ago, and maybe that's going to look totally different three months from now, right? Your business is really a reflection of what's going on in your life, and we have to honor and love and accept the fact that our business is going to go through ebbs and flows. And when it goes through ebbs and flows, we can match our content strategy with those ebbs and flows, right? So for example, let's say that you are in a building stage of your business. You are, let's say you're building a brand or maybe your website, maybe you're getting clear on your niche and who your ideal client is. Maybe you're building a program or a product or your paid offer, right? You are building the thing and building to takes a lot of time and energy, am I right? So if it does, you don't have to post every day because you feel like you have to. Why? Like, what is the point of that? That is not a good enough intention. I feel like I have to. Everyone's doing it. Everyone tells me I need to. BS. That is not a good enough reason. What is your reason? What can be an intention where you are utilizing the platform to still help grow your business, but it's not sucking the dear life out of you? Well, maybe your intention is engagement. Maybe you decide rather than posting all the time, I'm just going to hop on there and engage. I'm going to get into stories. I'm going to be posting on comments. I'm just going to be engaging, right? Now, here's the cool thing about marketing and strategy. We know that engagement is a powerful thing. Why? Because this is how you generate interest. This is how you generate leads, right? And leads and people who are interested in what it is that you have to offer are going to be sent to your paid offer and that is how you are going to profit. So engagement is moving the needle in your business. So long as that is your intention, that is what you are actually doing. So if you are in that building stage right now, you don't need to worry about posting all the time. Just think about how you can continue building relationships with people on Instagram. And we're going to talk about how to do that in just a second. Maybe the other scenario is that you are totally feeling the opposite. You are like, I have an offer. I am ready. Come and buy. Come and join. Hallelujah. I want to share this with the world. That's awesome. You are in the marketing stage, my friend. You're not in the building stage. You are ready to put that thing out into the world. So that means your intention is growth. That means you're going to be wanting to get in front of more people. You want to be focusing on reach, right? Higher reach means higher conversion rates. So that means you're going to be posting a lot. (laughs) You're going to be engaging a lot too, but your content strategy is going to be totally different than if you were in that building stage of business. You see how this works? That's why it's really important to know where you're at right now, what stage, what chapter, what season of life and business you are in. And then you can directly connect that to how you are utilizing Instagram. How can Instagram even support the chapter that you are in? Because it can totally do that. Instagram is awesome. So let's talk about Instagram and talk about the different features that are inside of this platform so that you know how you can utilize them and relate them back to your intention. So here are the five components of how Instagram works. We got posts, stories, reels, videos, and lives. Now, I'm kind of kind of sum up reels videos and lives into the category of reels because at the time that I'm recording this in the summer of 2022, everything is now reels. Instagram has made that announcement that all videos are now reels, but videos and lives are slightly different than reels. So let's go actually back to posts and talk about posts, carousel posts. Okay, here's the cool thing about posts. First and foremost, I should just get this out of the way while I'm thinking about it. It is meant to be a carousel. So if you are only posting one picture, I actually feel that that is... mm, (laughs) Dated. <laughs> this is what we used to do with Instagram, right? A couple years back, we used to post pictures and well, it was actually just like a picture app. It didn't even have reels and videos and all this fancy stuff. But now, nowadays is all about that carousel. We want more than one photo. If you are only using one photo, that's Kind of like not utilizing what you can, right? It's like you might as well utilize as many photos as possible because we know it's trending. We know people like carousels. And yeah, might as well just do it. So here's what you can be thinking about when you are creating a carousel carousels are meant to be savable and shareable. That's really important to know. So when you are putting out any type of graphic, ask yourself, is this savable or is this shareable? I mean, awesome and kudos if it's both. This means it is highly and hugely value driven. I really like thinking about carousels being more like a guide so that if somebody comes back onto your Instagram feed, they can click on that carousel as if it were going to teach them something, right? It's an educational thing, which means that the cover image on your carousel needs to have a title. It needs to have a title. This is a really big one, because if you have on that cover image a bunch of Venn diagrams and pretty clip bar and things that we can't really read very well, we are less likely to click on it in the future. Versus, you can have that same exact picture, but then just put a picture right in front of it as the cover image that has a title. That way it's going to capture their attention, they can click on it, and then they can scroll through the entire carousel. Which, little tip on that part, if you're gonna have a cover image that has a title, might as well have a last image with a CTA, you know what I'm saying, a call to action. (laughs) If you have been listening to me talk about funnels, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So have that last image be the call to action, what you want them to do. That is awesome. Now, posts are really great for a couple of things. For one thing, they are awesome for promoting legacy content. So things like YouTube episodes, podcast episodes, things that have a long shelf life, right? That is what we want to be utilizing those carousel posts for. You can also do the same thing with promoting your freebie, right? So you can make carousel posts that have to do with your freebie. And then on that last image, you say, hey, and go check out the link in my bio to download that freebie, right? And then the other way that you can do this, of course, is with live events, But I will throw a little caveat in there. If you are going to create a post, a graphic post about a live event, let's say you're doing a workshop or you're doing an IG live with someone or something along those lines. I can't recommend enough that you need to be posting a lot of other content as well we don't want to just see that one carousel and then maybe a couple of other reels we do want to see that you are utilizing the educational component of carousels as i was talking about before where it's kind of treated like a guide And then occasionally you have a post for an event. So that's just one little caveat. You don't want to just do carousel posts for events. You want to make sure that the events component is actually, you know, the least amount that you're doing when it comes to carousels. (laughs) I hope that makes sense. Okay, so let's move on. Now, I do want to point out one other little consideration here, which is that these posts live on your feed, right? They live on your feed for anybody and everybody to see. So when you are promoting, let's say, one-on-one spots, maybe in your private lessons, or maybe you have some sort of intimate group coaching program, just be thinking about that when you are posting. (laughs) And I say that because recently, for me personally, I actually made a decision not to post about my one-on-one spots on a carousel post because I didn't want everybody to see it. I'm actually pretty particular about the people that I work with, and I don't want just any randos <laughs> in my in my private clientele, right? So I chose not to post about one-on-one spots on my carousel posts, but I did decide to do it for stories, which is the second feature of Instagram. So let's talk about stories. Stories. Oh, I love stories. Stories are meant to be personal. This is where your leads and your close following hang out. If you swipe up, you're going to see all your leads. You're going to see all the people who are following you like, whoa, these are the people who are actually actively watching what you are doing. That's huge and important. So stories and DMs, are really actually pretty linked algorithmically and they really are such a great place to build relationships. So if your intention is engagement, let's say that you are in that building phase of business, you are in that slower season or you're just creatively burned out, whatever, you don't want to be posting right now. You can just stick around in stories, my friend. That's an amazing place to hang out. You don't have to post. All you need to be doing is posting, you know, things that are going on in your life. Let's say, hey, here's my morning routine. This is me practicing. This is me, you know, singing with a straw, whatever. You do definitely want to be showing your face because that's why people go on stories. They want to see your personal life. They want to see you. Graphics are pretty and they're awesome, but don't let it take up your stories. Graphics are meant for carousels. (laughs) You can throw them in there every once in a while, but truly people just want to interact and engage with you on a very personal level. This is hugely awesome for a business owner. So take advantage of stories, watch other people's stories, DM them, post on your stories and just, yeah enjoy yourself in that feature the last little feature here are reels and again we divided this up so that it's reels lives and videos but reels are where it's at when you want to grow your following right reels create an enormous reach and that can feel really exciting for our egoic dopamine junkie brain, right? I mean, let's be real. We love that feeling of like going viral, <laughs> getting all the likes and the comments and ooh, it just feels so good. It feels good. Trending audio is such a great way to just plug right into that feeling. But if you are not doing this with an intentionality, it's actually decreasing your credibility because Trending audio does not show your expertise. Now, you can definitely show your expertise in reels. There are tons of ways that you can do that. But when it comes to trending audio specifically, because that is a great way to go viral, (laughs) I actually would like to encourage you to think about trending audio in a different way. This is how I like to think about it. I like to think about trending audio like it's the wild card in, let's say, a card deck, right? You can use it to your advantage, but you wouldn't use it all the time, every time. So that's how we can think about reels. If you are doing, let's say, a launch in a few weeks and you wanna build a buzz, you wanna build a following, you want growth, then heck yeah, trending audio is a wonderful, intentional way to do that. But don't be just posting all trending audios and especially posting all trending audios and then promoting one-on-one spots. That doesn't work well because now you are blasting it in front of thousands of people and you may be getting weirdos. (laughs) Let's be real. You may be getting weirdos in your DMs, in your email inboxes. I've heard this so many times when voice teachers do end up going viral and they're like, that was Kind of awesome, but it also kind of sucked. (laughs) So it can be really powerful really fast, but you just want to make sure you have intentionality around it. So that's a big thing with reels. Now, in regards to lives and videos, I don't know. I'm really curious. I'm very curious what the scope and the analytics are on these because truthfully, I feel like both of these have kind of gone out of style over the last couple of years on Instagram. Lives are really awesome. I mean, they're meant to be engaging. They're meant to be experiential. It's kind of like doing a little mini webinar type thing, right? It also is an amazing way to collaborate with other people. So it definitely is an awesome thing but the one downfall and it's definitely a big downfall is that it doesn't repurpose well onto youtube and this is where it actually should live same with videos if you are posting a video that's longer than two to three minutes on instagram it needs to be on youtube that is legacy content that is now considered long form content. I know it was crazy long form content has gotten short, but that is the reality of how it is. And the problem with Instagram is quite frankly, it's a vertical camera and vertical is really hard to repurpose to horizontal. (laughs) So this can be a little bit tricky. I would definitely recommend that if you are going to do lives and videos that you also, have a YouTube channel that you are repurposing that content on because that really is where that content is meant to live. Instagram has become our place of scrolling, not sitting there and watching. So just be bearing that in mind when you are creating your content strategy. So there you have it. Those are the five features of Instagram. And I hope that it helps to know how these features are used, how the users use these features, and how you can integrate this into your content strategy. If you want support on this, specifically on how to create a content strategy that is profitable, be sure to check out the voicepreneur program we are accepting new voicepreneurs and this is what we work on we create Profit. We create profit in other ways beyond private lessons, and we sell our paid offers on things like Instagram. So I teach you exactly how to do this inside of the program. And the best thing about the program is it's a community. So you will get support from me and other voice teachers all over the world. We are all building and scaling our teaching businesses together. And trust me when I say this community is so awesome. I mean, I think that's where all the money is worth is just hanging out with these amazing individuals but of course the program content is there for you as well so if you want to learn more be sure to check out the link inside of these show notes and as always if you want to hit me up on instagram be sure to dm me over at the voicepreneur thank you so much for tuning into another episode if you enjoyed this episode be sure to rate and review it on itunes and spread the word it really helps this podcast get in front of more voice teachers i appreciate you i'm sending you so much love and i hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day